Hey, this is Matteo Lane. I'm Emma Wilman. And this is Inside the Closet. Inside the Closet. Welcome to another episode of Inside the Closet. It's Emma and Matteo coming at ya. I'm like extra tired today. I don't know why. I extra was sleepy today. I think it's because it's raining or something, but like I like could not get out of bed. Like no matter how much coffee I drank, I'm like, I can't do it today. It makes me feel good when you say that because when I'm like that, I always feel like I, it's like a dirty little secret. Like I, when I have like a hard time mobilizing and then I feel bad. And so it makes me feel good when you say it. I mean, I had a lot of coffee today and it didn't really, I think it's just like when it's like those moist, rainy, gray days, you're like, yeah, I don't, I don't understand who has the energy today. It's so, it's like overcast and all those things in New York. And I don't know about you, but I had been, well, I feel like since I've gotten to New York, I've been, I have such a hard time feeling like I'm like on top in New York ever. Cause it just, New York always feels like it's moving. So I need more time to like regroup in my apartment than I do when I'm other places. And also in New York, I drink more coffee than anywhere else ever, like my caffeine consumption is so high here, and I think part of that is I've been. But what are you doing right now? There's nothing to do. Oh, there, there, there's no reason. Like truly, like yesterday I did. Yesterday I I did this exercise class, and then I went to breakfast with the instructor afterwards, and um, we just drank a lot of coffee. And then I was I had to work on my taxes. I mean, I, I was just at my apartment, jacked out of my fucking mind but what happens is then i am i feel like i'm groggy the next day and i think it's because i'm having too much i don't know why i'm so caffeinated i have no for no re, no i'm all dressed up with no place to go i was gonna say and you're not even that dressed up you're in a tank top right now well i mean i'm all caffeinated. You're not even like in a three-piece no, no. suit i'm all caffeinated up with no place to go but i'll tell you i also have been eating like so much at night. I think it's been making me like food hungover too. Well, I went to my, my family friend slash cousin's house this weekend in Jersey. They're all from Italy to celebrate mm. their, their uh, daughter's second birthday. And just being out of my schedule, eating whatever I wanted and then sleeping over at someone else's house. I don't, I'm so old. Somehow this destroys me. <laughs> like I was like, I couldn't, I was as if I drank 12 beers by myself in under an hour and woke up the next morning with the bed piss. I was like, what happened to me? Why am I like a mess? Cause I didn't sleep in my own bed and I had some pizza. What are you going to do when like you have to travel again a bunch? I don't know. I've been traveled in a year. So I don't even I know, know what that would, I don't even know how my body did it. Let, well, I know how I saw myself in videos. I looked exhausted. Also, it kind of like when I was in Bloomington and it's different because like traveling like once, I mean, like doing the shows and it was like very easy. I got in, I drove in the day before, which is something I normally wouldn't have done. Then I got set up. I went to the grocery store, which is something that you've told me you do, which is like great. And that go to the grocery store. So it's like a, kind of like a cushy way to do it where I had like much more time packaged, like tons of time packaged all around it. But normally now, yeah, I don't know. It's we, it's so weird. Like I think if I, I need vitamin D. I bet we both do. We need to get some D. I haven't seen, I d- definitely, I haven't seen the sun. 
I don't remember the last time I saw the sun. What? Is, I haven't seen the sun since I've been back to New York. I didn't even think of it. Fuck. Well, it's, it's not warm out, so it's like, well, I guess I'll sit in the sun and the cold. Like, I don't know if you're getting the vitamin. It's like not enjoyable to be outside. I didn't. I mean, even March think is here that. in a week. Thank fucking God. Right. I had vitamin D deficiency, and I remember when my doctor told me that, I thought it was so funny because she's got that thick accent. And she came in, we had done a urine test, and she said, there's a problem, you know, you're D deficient. And I was like, you're D deficient. But she was like, you have a D deficiency. So I had to get a prescription dose of vitamin D, and I don't know why I thought that was so. Do I need to be taking more vitamin? I'm self-subscribed. It's just uh, uh... <laughs> prescribing right now i'm like i don't need to i don't know i have to sit out in the sun i'm going to orlando tomorrow for less than 24 hours why so maybe why i'll just not... sit in the sun I'm why not stay a, a, a college gig oh that's great you maybe stay try to stay for a night or two for what i first of all I have things to do and secondly i'm not doing the whole quarantine thing if you fly mm. for less than 24 hours you do not need to get tested or quarantined what that doesn't even make any sense. I don't make the rules. I mean, I'll still get tested, but, you know. I didn't know that. That's, that's, actually, that's actually fantastic to know. So if you go for less than 24 hours, I mean, God, that makes no sense. But that, um, but that's great to know. Because otherwise, otherwise, I would say take a day, sit outside. No, you I know? have stuff to do when I come back to New York. I get um, it. Yeah, but I am going to put, if they let us go to Europe in the summer, all of July, I'm just going to Italy. I'm not coming back. Absolutely. I think you should. I think that'd be great. Hopefully, they, hopefully they will. Hopefully they will. It was last July 1st, they banned everyone. Ah, and it's been that, banned since. Isn't that crazy? I remember going on Instagram live with Matteo when this all first happened and we were like, whoa, this is, cr- what? This is silly. Like weird, weird, weird. And that was about a year ago. Jesus. God. It was almost, no, it would have been, Mar- I think in three weeks, it'll be the Tyler or land. Do you, do you guys know when New York officially shut down? I want to say it was the week after I did Phoenix. So it would have been like March 13th or something like that or March 18th or something I just oh it was March 12th is what Tyler said um yeah I was in Phoenix last I actually you know what I was in Phoenix last uh, March 12th and um you know it was so funny it was like I remember like not understanding like what COVID was and uh at the time on CNN it was just like if you had COVID you were on a cruise ship like it just seemed to be like a cruise ship problem and they were quarantining yep. everyone on cruise. And I remember this is really before anyone knew anything, before anything was shut down. I would go on stage in Phoenix and say, um, can we all just get COVID and shut up about it? Like, I, no one got it. And then, like, a month later, I was like, oh, I sh- probably shouldn't have said that. I remember being in Vegas, and there's a comedian named Dean Edwards, and I remember us hanging out and I was like I'm are you scared and he was like no like this is crazy and I was like yeah you're right this is crazy and then I remember both of us being thinking like how weird it was and I just remember and I remember him being like who the hell doesn't wash their hands though he's like I wash my hands I wash everything I do all this he's like who's not doing this and I remember being like me I, I don't I don't do that and he was like he's like this is insane they have to tell people to wash their hands like and he was so weirded out by that and I was like I mean, I'm living and learning right now, but that was probably in later March 
Because I remember by the time I got to New York, when I got to New York from Vegas, that's when I remember being out and it was like weird. And that's when New York like shut down. Yeah, I just remember like a lot of, I just remember a lot. I just, it's just, first of all, I cannot believe it's been a year. I can't I mean, believe it's been a year. It's just such a fatigued topic, but like it's been a goddamn year. A year. I mean, a lot honestly has gone down, and mm-hmm. I don't. This is going to sound sick. There are some nostalgic memories of that first, just the first month of being locked down because hmm. now we're all used to it. But at the time for us, we were not used to being at home, so it was like cooking again, making pasta, like staying at home, like figuring out things to do, like it. I don't know what, I mean, playing Fortnite for the first time, like talking with Bob every day, playing with Yamanika, like I did find ways to like get through it, but it's so crazy to think that that was a year ago. I really only thought it was going to go till May. I found though, I relate with that, but it was probably like two or three months in where all of a sudden I was like finding those things. Cause I think that very first month I was just like, what, 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 huh, huh, huh. And I remember like not really, I didn't like even try to like set anything up. But then when I started figuring out, actually, then I was like eating really shittily for like five months. God. I think too, like the difference is like I, you were bumping around a lot. Like you were those first six months, the first six months I was in LA. No, no, it was five months. The first five months we were just in LA and then we went to Louisiana, but it was five months in LA, which I don't even remember at all. Like I remember, I mean, I remember it, but it was, it was so weird. Like I remember getting this like room set up to do podcasting. And like, right when we felt like we had that set up, that was when Ashley snapped and was like, I can't take it anymore. We've been in LA for five months. This isn't going to end. I want to go to Louisiana. And I remember then we drove to Louisiana, but there was five, that first five months of being like, what's happening being in LA. And I, and I remember wanting to stay very badly. I remember thinking I was, I bought my ticket to go to Europe and I thought I was going July 1st, this because that's when they were like, you know, mm. we're going to, because no one could fly. And they're like, July 1st, you can't fly. But then they didn't decide if Americans could fly. So the day of, they were like, you can't go into Europe. So instead, I just moved. I got a new apartment. Right. Because <laughs> there was thousands of empty apartments in New York. And I guess right. in the end, like, I'm really looking back on this year. I guess this is sort of our year review. But like, I have a apartment that I really love. I'm eaten and feel better than I've ever felt. Um, just, you know, my entire passion and life's worth and not seeing my family went out the window. So, you know, you take the good with, with what you can. Do you I have not seen my family in over a year. Wait, do you think you're, I love the idea of a year in review. You do, do you, th- you think your entire passion and life's worth went out the window? Well, you know, I didn't perform Come on, I'm making a joke, but it's no, like know, every, everything right. that we do is right. done. You're right, you're right, so, you're right. And then on top of it, it was like, okay, so we're really not essential. That's number, like, the first thing you learn as a comedian is how unessential you are. And then, uh, then I think the most is like not being able to see just my mom, my grandma, my aunt, my cousins, my sister, my niece, like, just like no no seeing family for over a year. I've never done that in my entire life. I don't even think I've quite dealt with the trauma because right before all this happened, like two weeks before everything got shut down, one of my best friends died 
And we were, oh, we were, I always forget that happened in that time frame. I always think of it the way, for some weird reason, in my head, I remember that as happening, like, like not connected to any timeline. So I forget that that was so close to that for you. The, my friend committed suicide, and right, so it was sorry. traumatic. And actually, I don't even think that I, not to like it so serious, but like I had not dealt with the grief sure. because it went from grieving about my friend's suicide to everyone is locked up in their house. No one can leave. There's a pandemic. Mm-hmm. Like there was just so much to happen. So like, it really has been a year. And then his anniversary of his death came by and a mutual friend of I, of ours um, decided to get dinner like in his honor and essentially grieve together. And sure. I was a mess. I mean, mm. like sobbing, crying, like but I could get together. That's good. It's, not, then, it's, it's, it's neither bad or good. It's just it was just an observation of like not dealing with grief, and then yes. all of a sudden, like I did, and a year later, which feels strange. But I think any t- like just letting yourself feel it is so good too, because it's such a hard thing to. Because I remember when my friend passed away. Every year we'd get dinner on her birthday, mm-hmm. and sometimes then for that month I'll kind of be like thinking about it and like, but I remember I I did cry when I first heard about it, but I didn't have, I I didn't have if Corona, I don't know what I would have done if Corona happened right after my friend passed away. That would have not been good. Good for me. I would have had, I mean, for me, it sort of like blocked that. Right. Blocked that. I wasn't focused on that. Yeah. in a way that you would feel guilty, but obviously it's understandable. Right. So, you know, it's like when you don't get to properly grieve for something and then you are given the opportunity and the chance to do it and are confronted with it, mm. it's like, oh, yeah, I'm human. Yep. I've been trying to really properly, like, grieve, like, in a totally, this is so different, but it, it not in any way comparable, but just on the notion of giving things time and space and trying to do it more in real time like relationship stuff because in the past I had always gone from like one thing to another thing so I've been trying to be like okay how do I grieve the reality of this change and then also how do I look back on the reality of other changes that I didn't give myself time to and it feels healthy feels yeah I would say as comics I'm sure there's lots of other people who agree with this I'm just speaking because it's us too like Comic the the luxury of comedy and the allure of it is the distraction. Oh, it allows so us well to said. Like, right? Like it allows us to distract yeah, yeah. ourselves from having to deal with reality. And when we do deal with reality, we use the stage and jokes to do so. It's healthy and incredibly unhealthy at the same time. So when you're so not true. Give, yeah. So when you're not given that luxury to distract yourself for entertainment and you're stuck with your own feelings, you're like, God, I'm miserable <laughs> there, out here. Well, it's that's so <laughs> true, too, because also it's, like, rewarded when something happens because, it's like, comedians will say something just happened. It almost doesn't matter truly what it is. And then someone will be, like, right away, like, oh, did you think about this angle? Did you think about that angle? And it's, like, then that's, like, how you start processing it. So it feels like you've always done something for something. And I think there's ways to look at that in a healthy way, too. Like, I did this. But it's, like, also taking a minute to go a little deeper to process it, too. But that is so I I even remember when my friend committed suicide, I had a show at The Cellar 
the next day. And I mean, I looked like I was hit by a bus. I mean, mm. everybody was like, what is, <laughs> what happened? And you know, com- comedians, we can't hold it in. And I yeah. said, and only comedians would understand. I said, I'm so sorry. I look like this and I'm sad. My friend just committed suicide and everyone started making suicide jokes. Really? And it did make me feel better because they weren't doing it to make fun of suicide. They were doing it to, it was a comedian's language, Mm. which is a language literally only comedians speak to one another. Mm. And it wasn't making fun of me or my, it was literally like, Hey, you're, you're a part of this. What the subtext subcontext of what they were saying is you're a part of a community and we love you. And so this is how we deal with these things in this community. And so we want to make you feel at home because they also can't deal with real feelings. Right. So they, they are saying to me in their best language, uh, let me communicate to you how I'm sorry. And they were trying to make me laugh. And I thought only in the sick world of comedians sure. would I be able to process this kind of pain this way. And I don't expect anybody to understand it besides. I think, I think people get it. I think like my, my friend, I, my friend Julie this morning, I had texted her something about, um, I forget what it was, but I just screen grabbed my apartment because it's been so messy because I'm still getting like boxes coming and like setting stuff up and like moving things around and they just got the plumbing working. And I had, I was like, I'm like very overwhelmed by this. And she was just, whatever she texted me just made, she was like, she was like, fuck, um, like neatness, like you're creative or whatever she said, made me laugh. And I sent her a video of me laughing and she was just like. It was just like, she's like, laughing's the best. And like her dad had been sick recently and we were laughing about, I think it's like people just, and then we get to be very comfortable with a friend to start laughing about that dark stuff versus comedians. You could not know that comedian at all and start communicating about dark stuff right away. Like you could know not one thing about the person and then you say something and then they could just start joking about it and you wouldn't be like, who is this person? Why are they like, you'll like click right into it, which is weird and nice too yeah we're gonna take a break uh yeah we're just talking about grieving i guess i never talked about on this show a year ago that was happening to me i guess i just didn't I guess you did not yeah i think we probably got sidetracked right into the God, I can't believe it was a year ago. I mean, I don't know why that's just now feels like such a mind fuck. I, I wish we were allowed to say like, okay, I'm still 34 next year because I... <gasps> Can we? I'm go- Maybe I will. My great-grandmother will. lied about her age to the day she died. How old did she say she was? She was 86 and her boyfriend at the time thought she was 76. I mean, at that point, who cares? Wait, but... <laughs> why did she... Yeah, why did she... But... Whatever makes you, yeah, maybe I'll say, because right now I'm 35 and I'm not trying to turn 36 in the upcoming years. I'll tell you guys that shit right now, unless some things change. So, well, wait, no, I, but also part of me feels like proud to be 35 because I'm like, yeah, I fucked up and now I'm just sitting in it. I don't think you, You how did you fuck up? I didn't fuck up, but I was so dead set on having these certain things by the time I'm 38. But also, I'll tell you this. I mean, I'm sorry, 28. Jesus Christ. But but also, I'll tell you this. I feel more comfortable with myself. And also, I've like lear- I'm like learning how to be okay with myself physically, skin stuff, 
emotionally. It's also like I wouldn't even want to go back to another time because now I've got more tools than I have. And I, I wouldn't want to go back more. to my 20s. It was too stressful. Was I don't, stressful. The only thing that bothers me about aging is the physical aspect, like my back hurting, my knee hurting, sure. whatever. You know, but I think I don't I mind money, saying... I don't even mind about the money thing. I, I just... Um, I like my... I don't mind getting older. I'm, I'm already mm. old. I'm ready to sit and tell people stories about back in the day. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, I'm there. I'm ready to talk. I'm already talking about stories in the 50s. I wasn't even alive then. That's, you know, just like talking about Maria Callas. I wasn't there. I was you dead. Should, you should definitely do a joke about that, that you're already talking about stories in the 50s and you weren't even there. You need a porch. You need to figure out how to, you need to find a porch that you can a perch up porch. on. Yes. Yeah. Where. Is that would be so fun if they could set up? I mean, it's too cold out now, but maybe yeah, like a gay, a little porch, or just to sit on and have some. I guess your espresso and look out and talk about people walking by, and I think that'd be lovely. Yeah, I think so too. No, I mean, it's been a strange year. I this is just the first week that I felt like a glimmer of hope. And I understand that there's new variants. I understand that people are still dying. I understand like, but it's just the first time in so long on the news. They're like, Hey, the COVID rates are really dropping quickly and people are getting, uh, you know, are getting right. As I said, the U S has surpassed 500,000 COVID-19 deaths. (laughs) I saw that. Well, I, uh, I I was going to say, Tyler, do do you know, have you, sorry, just to talk about the news. Do you get, y'all know about the COVID rates? They are going down, like they're where they were at yes. in October. Yes, they're going down. Uh, trending down, York. yes. Yeah, trending Tyler down. Says. He's being cautiously optimistic, which I guess is the right way to approach it. Yeah. The tra- I mean, it's some- there's something so that like takes that when I walk by places and I see people eating inside, I'm like, like I still like that to me is just like neat and I. Like on Sunday when we went and got brunch after the workout class, I was like, I, we were all going to go to get coffee. And um, the instructor was like, oh, well, let's go someplace we can sit down. And I was like, there's no place we can sit down. And he was like, yeah, no, we can go into a." And I was like, oh, whoa. And that felt like really like, and we ended up still sitting outside, which let me tell you something. This was weird. So we sit down. Was, there's three of us. And we were like, let's get something to eat. So we're looking at the menu and the girl, the girl was ordering and she goes, she, she's like, I know what I'm going to get. I was like, I don't know. She's like, I'm going to order like so slow. So, so she's like ordering, then it gets to me. And then I'm like, um, I think I'm going to get, and the waiter goes, gotta go. And then he walked away and we were all like, uh, and I was like, is he allowed to do that? And they were like, no, like what? Like all I said was, I guess, yeah, you know what, I'm going to get, and then he goes, got to go, walked away. So he must have had irritable bowel syndrome, and then he came back like 10 minutes later, and I was like, I would like to order, please. And he was like, yeah, 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 and then he took my order. Isn't that weird? I'm going to say, that's the kind of move you make when you have shit pouring down your left leg. Yeah, got to go? I was like, oh, uh, and then, okay, that's what it, no, he didn't apologize! And we all thought it was weird. Like we were like, uh, and then maybe I was he's like, like, "That's that, that's that carnivore comedian Emma Willman." <laughs> Let me, yeah, you know where Mateo and I shout outs to Equinox Gym because when I do that Equinox, they always they listen to inside the closet and that motherfucker at the one on the Lower East Side because the trainer I was working with, she's like, "Oh, it's fun signing you in" because they're like, "That's the comedian. They have a a podcast," and I was like, 
Uh, no one's ever spoke to me at my gym. Well, it was only her, but I'm, I, I know we're very popular. <laughs> the tens very of twelves of people listening. Very popular. No, we got a great community, guys. We got a good, com- good community. But it we felt, do a good community. Yeah, I got a great, we a great community. community. Absolutely. Um, what would you say was the most surprising thing? I know what I think my th- most surprising thing of you from this year was. My most surprising thing of myself or you? Yeah, of you. But I know mine one for you is I just had never in a million years would have thought you were going to gravitate towards video games. I never would have thought that. Oh, that doesn't surprise me because I've always loved video games. I just <clears throat> haven't had an opportunity to play them because we were so busy. The most surprising thing of myself... Um, that I liked to decorate. Really? And and make a house a home. Yes. I so I had this I've been make that's I literally have been using that phrasing because I just hung up my like my curtains and I got the right things and, and I don't really care about that stuff, but I did like one and I got a dresser and I was like, oh, I'm making the house a home. And I got a finally got a good vacuum cleaner. Let me tell you guys. Oh, I love you need a good vacuum cleaner you need to survive. A good. Yeah, but you can't have one that's going to putz out. You need one. You come in. You know, for me, I have an oatmeal station. And I make, I do oatmeal, protein powder, scoop of blueberries, chia seeds, cinnamon. And I I've been I keep all my food now in, like, containers. I take it out of the original ones. And right, right. right but so my good. oatmeal station gets a little messy. So I have to have a good vacuum cleaner to suck up the oats. Oh, and also, this is day one of no um, peanut butter powder because things have gotten inappropriate. Like diarrhea? No, no. You can't I, stop eating it? Yeah. And it's gotten to the point where it's like I'm just like literally pouring giant amounts of it into containers with water and like eating like in a, so much peanut now, butter. It's... Wait, Emma, don't have too much protein because that's not good I for know. your kidneys. I know. I didn't know they made peanut butter protein powder let me tell you so they make peanut butter powder it's like 80 percent less fat it has a good amount of protein and it's it's pretty low calorie so it's like something that's like good to put in smoothies and oatmeal it's it's very good the problem is i fucking love peanut butter and i'm not me- i'm not measuring things out like how i had been like i had been really measuring things out and now i've kind of reached a place and i'm learning about working out so i'm not doing that but this is fucked. Like it's literally been like I was buying celery, the sticks, and then I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Like the pre-cut ones because I was feeling like very fancy, and I just dumped the water out, put new water in, so it's celery floating. Dumped protein, pe- peanut butter powder into oh, it, and I just Emma, made like no. And then I ate it with my hands. Emma, come on! Ah, what are you doing over there? I'm an animal. Emma, that is. I know, I know. And there's protein, there's peanut butter powder everywhere. I'm getting less, I'm I'm diversifying my protein though away from, which is something I never fucking thought I would say. Yogurt, egg whites. I'm diversifying it a little bit too. Yes, with broccoli because I had been, it was so much like chicken and turkey and yogurt. And now I'm like, okay, every now and then I'm going to have a steak. I haven't, hadn't been eating any red meat so I was like I'll have a steak or lamb maybe once every two weeks and I'm gonna have egg I wasn't eating any eggs I'm gonna switch it up more because it was just so Um, much chicken can I ask you can I say something that I think you'll appreciate yeah you and I being you're one of my best friends and Mm -hmm. I love you to death we Mm -hmm. could never live with each other never although 
If we were both older and wealthy and had a giant house, I could see a living on the same compound situation being lovely. That's not roommates. Like I was going to say, if we had a staff. Well, no, if there, I mean, we wouldn't even necessarily need a staff. It'd be like my house, your house, separate area, but it was like the patio could be conjoined. And there could I be an could live with anybody in that compound. I could but live with. It, but wouldn't it be nice to live with each other in that compound? Yeah, it'd be nice to see you at the pool and stuff. No, not just the pool. There'd also be a coffee. In the kitchen. No, not the now, kitchen. Now, you and I would get along no. with coffee, because, and yeah. I would actually love to make you coffee. Yes. So I actually not not share a kitchen, but I, I mean, unless it was fucking huge, but also it would be like, I would picture more an outdoor coffee area or even a separate indoor coffee area where we've got machines and like whatever you want in a seated area to sit and drink the coffee and talk. Are we living That's, in New York? Is this New York? We could. Basically, I'm asking if you want to go get a coffee is what I know. I would, would love be, to get a coffee with you. I love because also there is a comedian who I have lived with before and him and I did live well together. There's a comedian named Gibran. We took a comedy class together. I'm saying like not like when I first started comedy and he was moving. And so he stayed with me for a couple weeks and him and I lived together very well. It was so weird because he's got weird eating habit times too. I mean, like he would say this also. And we would like go to the grocery store together. And I, I don't know. It just totally I lived worked. with Evan Williams for two years. And that we never like, we had like almost no problems. Mm. Yeah, We it's lived like, very well with it. It was me, him, and his wife, Felicia. Interesting. And But I found it interesting that I... Would like because I lived with Sashir and Ryan Beck, mm. and when I would Two cook, comedians. yeah, I would cook huge pasta meals because I know they would also want pasta, and they would eat everything up. I would, it would be to the mm. point where Sashir would come home from SNL. I knew she was coming home late, so I'd make pasta and then save her pasta and write Sashir, so she'd have food when she came home. Aww. Evan and Felicia were like not like that. Like I'd make pasta, like we don't want any. And I'm like, what? See, I, I prefer that too. Cause I'd be like, well, I don't want to like, I mean, it was well, actually, I mean, it is really nice too, but I would probably be more keeping it. I don't think Gibran and I cooked for each other once ever. I think one time I was like, do you want this drink? And he was like, no. And then that, but for whatever reason that kind of, but we would try to coordinate going to the grocery store at the same time. Or I'd be like, I'm going to get you something. And that was work. Did I go to the grocery store with Evan and Felicia? Like every once in a while, me and Sashir would go to the grocery store together. It's fun. Me and Sashir and Ryan. Yeah. And I just, and I love cooking for people. I would say that is like on Christmas, I had two people over and cooked for that. And I had such a blast, like cooking and entertaining. And I, I want like an apartment eventually that I can fit like a space to bring people over to eat. Like right now you can fit like three people max in my apartment. Which probably sounds crazy if you don't live in New York, but trust me, that's like a New York goal where it's like, you know, I want an apartment where there can be another person in here someday. Oh my right. God. Right. Cause what I have my apartment hell? like perfectly laid out for myself. Right. And then now it's like, Oh, I don't think another human being could live here. I have not had anyone over. I mean, because also it's like Corona, too. But I haven't. The only person that's been over is like the handy guy that helped me. Is and the me. devil because of your 800 degree apartment. Oh, my God. No, but that was even in, the, no, that, actually even the devil left. He was like, this is too yeah, hot for me. That was in L.A. So th- so the reason so this apartment wouldn't have been able to get that hot because this apartment when I was staying in L.A., the apartment where I left the stove on, that was like a tiny studio room. 
So that's this apartment here wouldn't have this my my actual apartment's bigger than the one that I got cooking. And also the other one, the stove is like right very center. This 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 has smoke detectors everywhere too. Like this wouldn't have that would have not happened. Like it would have been like eh, eh, eh. that that other one got so hot was it was a hot box, but the devil was there. The devil was there in the flesh. The devil, that guy from Call Me By Your Name, Hannibal yeah. Lecter. Yeah, it was like... They're all there, just hanging out with you. Just a bunch of cannibals hanging out. And I have truly no... Oh, yeah, that was funny. That was last week that Mateo said, because I had the date, and then we were talking about um, that guy, the cannibal guy, and you made that. he made a good joke about I was trying to cook my date. Yeah, even I was proud of that one. You texted that was a good one. Like that was the great joke. Yeah, that was funny. That was a good one. I texted her. I was like, I was like, I do a podcast with my friend, and we were talking about this and about how I cooked you. And he made a joke, and she was like, "That's really funny." I'm surprised my friend didn't think of that. Like she was like, "That's a really good one." I was like, "He's a professional comedian." She was didn't like, "Didn't she yeah, ask if I was Mexican?" What did she ask? When I had shown her a picture of you and she said you, she was like, oh, he's Mexican or something. And I was like, yes. I was like, that's, I was like, yeah, I'm Mexican and Italian. And she was like, oh yeah, yeah. Or, and well, first thing she said when she saw you, she went, oh, he's not white. Um, she's Mexican. And I said, yeah. I mean, but she's a person of color. So it's white. a little, it's a little, it's not. <laughs> I'm <clears throat> Irish, Italian, Mexican, but. Right. I don't right. know if I'd feel comfortable being like, I'm not, I mean, I'm white. It was like her. But I understand saying, what she's saying. Yeah, that like yeah. obviously, like maybe she's Latin, and somehow deep within my face, it was like, she got past the Italian, and she was like, "Oh, maybe there's something more." No, it was it was like like oh like oh cool like she was like she was like oh like he's definitely not white. She was like he's he's Mexican, and I was like, and I was like actually he an Italian. She was like oh yeah yeah yeah, and I was like how did you see that? She's like I could just tell. I, like, oh. I very rarely ever get clocked for being Irish or Mexican. It's only mm. Italian. Obviously, mm. I lead with Italian. I mean, sure. but my face does look so goddamn Italian. Like I look so fucking Italian. And very few times, only other Latin people have said to me, like, right, right, heart Latin or something. You know what I mean? Like you'll get like that question, and I'll be like, yeah, my, you know, grandpa's Mexican and right. whatever, and they'll be like, huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, I don't know how, where you pull. Uh, yeah, abs- for, a- absolutely. I wonder. And right now, I'm as white as the driven snow. We need sun, Mateo. We really do. I mean, I hadn't thought about that. I'm going to go get some vitamin D because I have, I probably am I think outside. I am too. I'm mad that I didn't get some. Because I go, I'm still getting my steps in, but I've been doing it at night. And then during the day, I'll walk around a little bit. But there's no sun to be had in the city. There's no sun. Gotham no. is dark. It's like the Joker. That it's like the Joker. It's like the end of times right now, but also nice. It's too. also like a glimmer of hope. Such a glimmer of hope. When I walk by and I see people eating inside, and also I'm so fuck, I'm so proud of Manhattan, and I just I'm sure other places are like this too, but it's just where I am right now. I'm so proud of Manhattan and the way adapting to like what they've set up in terms of outdoor dining. Like they have got it down packed in so many places. Like the outdoor dining is like. When I, it's just these setups are incredible. It's like, going to be weird when that's done with because all I of a like sudden it. the streets are going to open up again. It looks like a bunch of uh, elf, like Santa elf, like workshops yeah. are built out in front of restaurants and stuff. But it's kind of fun too, like the ones where the heating's done well and like I don't know. There's something I like about it too. I, well, now yesterday I, I went and got ramen, mm. and it's just outside. I mean, there's no right. like magical whatever. 
but they walk up and like, well, do you want us to put the heating lamp on? And what do you say? I was like, I do. Yeah, I do. I, and especially right now it is a far reason. Like this is Uh, crazy. No, I mean, I I feel like, I mean, today it was snowing again and then immediately raining. I was like, I'm done. Yeah. I'm fucking done. Um, This time when we have our episode this time next week, I'm going to have had my first official pitch meeting for that. The scripted show I've been working on. And I'll be so glad when we, by the time we record next week, I'll be really glad because I'll have to kind of have that out of the way a little bit. And I'm going to try to do one week of no peanut butter. I just had a spoonful of peanut butter before we started this. But you can control yourself. If I had Jif, if I had Jif anywhere in my apartment, I'd fuck it. Before we go, can I tell you the best thing in the world? And I want to do this with you one day. Sure. A double stuffed Oreo scooped in peanut butter. Yeah, I mean, I'll tell you right now, I'd have to be, I'd either have to have been in AA every day, which I'm doing anyway, trying to, even though it's supposed to be anonymous, so scratch that. But then, or ther- I'd have to be so spiritually sound and fit, or you'd have to put me in a room with padded walls. But I'm down. We'll do all three. We'll make sure you're spiritually sound and fit, and then we'll just put you in a padded room. I'll bring just enough, but Lindsay Lohan no, talked no. from the parent trap. If you bring, was- I need to... Just enough. See, that, that that makes me very antsy. I need to know that there's more if it's needed. Nope. We're getting just ah! one scoop. No. I need nah! I, just the thing, one scoop. No, that's, okay, so maybe I could do that. Or I was thinking I'll be like, Sunday, I'll let myself have as much peanut butter as I want and the rest no, of the week. I'm, that is not the, I'm going to bring you a limited, you understand, walking into the situation. No, you don't know what you're. There's only one. You don't know what your pit, what you don't know how, how dirty I'll get. You'll cl- you'll eat me. Um, if you, if I think you have peanut butter inside you that I can still taste. <laughs> I mean, it'll get so weird. Like it'll be like, oh ha ha, but really, where is it? Oh ha ha, really, where is it? Run. I mean, maybe dead. not. But I, I don't know. I mean, maybe we'll see. Maybe maybe I'll have a maybe I'll be so healthy and balanced. I don't know. Tell us, guys, what's your favorite? What treats? We, I've been talking. I've been talking about this recently. What's the thing? Actually, you know, have what is your favorite peanut butter? Because I think oh, I Jif love is the best. Um, Skippy, Jiffy, those are the ones uh, that are. You don't like Skippy? Oh, Skippy I fucking love it. Sucks it. Peter I Pan, totally get out of here! All Peter the Pan, get out. bullshit. Jif creamy original. No, but what? But Jif creamy original is comparable to Skippy in some ways. It's different, but I love both. Tastes of them. completely different. They both taste different. fucking phenomenal. Skippy's different textures, too, different that oils. Is creamy, no. too sugary. No, Jif is it. Jif no. is it. And no. anybody that has Peter Pan, unsubscribe to us. Oh, one hundred percent. Like what? Ha- Look, I'm open minded. What happened? If what you happened? ride the Peter Pan bus, or which I've ridden, eat, uh, go Mega Bus. Yeah, Peter Pan bus. Also, I'm less judgmental of that than Peter Pan peanut butter. Or maybe do you have some memory? Like maybe it's like something like you know your father left at a young age and you remember eating it with him, so you eat that. So it's your only memory of your dad. I get that then, but still, still, put it in a jiffy jar. We're gonna leave on that note, yeah. Emma. They oh by the way if you want we we post all these videos plus more we do a, a, a weekly Patreon episode as well mm-hmm. um, where we talk more personal mm-hmm. we'll say um, so if y'all want to join the Patreon um, please do it's inside the closet and you can see us and then you can hear us chatting about more yes. more personal stuff yes 
Thank you. All right. Thanks everyone. Like and subscribe. Starbanks Audio, a podcast network.